Hey, Dan Talks listeners. So this week, I'm talking to Peter Perry Lamb, who was on the third episode of Dating Around on Netflix. So all of you Netflix watchers, go either watch for the first time or rewatch episode three, the gay one. And he is the super cute Asian guy who did not get a fair shot on this show, uh, in my opinion, which we talked about. Um, Peter is also a singer based in New York City. He also hosts the Memoirs of a Gaijin podcast, uh, which he told me um, season two is coming out in 2020, and also performs as the drag wonder Quira Wang. So we talk all things New York, dating, Netflix, what it's like to be on a reality show, and he is just the sweetest guy. So I hope you enjoy my convo with Peter. Mwah. Peter, I want to talk about Netflix first. Okay, cool. Um, how is it? First of all, the guy that they chose for you to date for mm-hmm. dating around not that great. Oh, I, and by that I, I don't mean bad job or whatever. I mean yeah. off-putting. Like he's not that likable person everyone wants to date. And it, yeah, it's a similar sensation to Prince Charming on Logo when they chose one guy for the Gay Bachelor. Oh and yeah, I was like, why oh, do you God. choose that person? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so you agree. I, I agree with about Prince Charming from that TV show, yes. Uh, but with Lex, I guess I have a very different view of him because I, I was actually on the date with him. Right. And I got to know him afterwards. And I get it. I, I get that he has... He could uh, come off with a polarizing um, personality. It's not polarizing. It's just egotistical. I guess. It, it works like for do- him, like though. domineering in a weird way. Yeah, maybe. Does it work for him? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I did find him attractive. I, I don't think I would have ever dated him long term. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he thought so either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I I like Lex as a person. I think he's funny. Uh-huh. I think uh, he, I mean, he he's a, a gr- an amazing artist. Uh, he does yes. so many different things in the yes. theater uh, the theater realm uh, and production in general. Uh, as he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he he can back it up, so it's all right. Talent, talented people can say they're talented. I guess <laughs> maybe maybe humble isn't is something he has, but yeah. Um, and cri- and critical is my thing. I mean, I'm too that's fair. Critical, so I that mean, brings in my same uh, INFJ. Uh, if if anyone does the Myers Briggs personality, people do. I did for college. They did that for our roommates, but I forget what mine was. You, you I retake it every few years, and I've oh. consistently been the same. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, some people change that. Some, the thing that changes most for people is the I or E. It's introvert versus extrovert. Oh, you get older and you're like, I don't want to go to that party anymore. Well, I've never wanted to go to that party, so... <laughs> <laughs> or not so much. It's Introvert just means um, it's how you get your energy. So, like, I, I get my energy from being alone, and then it gives me the energy to go out does and anybody, be with people. Does anybody actually get their energy from being with people? Yeah, p- those people that need people, that need to be around people. Usually, I mean... I've never met those people. <laughs> You or have. Maybe I have. You have. I I it's have. usually. I just um, to get away so fast. Maybe it's the person in you know less fortunate situations that you'd be like, oh, it's that girl. Like you'd be like, oh, it's, she's that girl. What do you she's mean? She's probably like? an extrovert. If you like extra and over the top. If you label someone as that girl, she's probably an extra extrovert. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that'll be a but that's not always the case. <laughs> Back to Lex. Back Lex. Yes. Uh, but yes, Lex. I, I like Lex. Are you in touch with him still? You did that. Yeah, here and there. Yeah, I, I interviewed him on my own podcast, uh, and uh, but yeah, I've I've seen him here and there, and we've chatted on social media and whatnot. But he's he's he has a boyfriend now, and he's very busy, always 
around the country right. doing things. Right. So that was part of the thing that was the reason he was still single is because he was traveling. So yeah. Much. Oh, yeah. Well, you remember this episode better than I do. I watched it this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did a refresher. I watched I, it once and I was like, all right, I'm good. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to say you did not get enough air time. But then I realized oh, that it's 26 you. minutes and it's like five guys. They have to split it all up. Is it five? Four or five? It's, it was five guys, but... Um, See, that's a lot to... Like five minutes each guy, but they have to do the intros of all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I guess... And also your shirt was really cute. I love that shirt. The blue... Yeah, the that was from... Swatch. Where did I get that? It's from Saturdays. It was really good. Yeah, it's, it's a really cute shirt. I still have it. Uh, <laughs> um, and also I, they didn't choose good suitors. Like you... This is not... I'm turning this into, like, bashing the casting. No, no, no. But I feel like you and the Corey guy mm-hmm. were both, like, super cute and interesting. And then... Well, maybe even football guy, which you did a podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like so. Brad, too. Yeah. Yeah, Brad's cute. But then... Uh, maybe they did do a good job. Because the, the mustache guy who... Jonathan. Who was yeah. a total mess. Like, that was funny. <laughs> I think they picked... And then the other... The fashion guy. From, the Italian. Yeah, yeah the, the Italian, Italian guy. guy. Oh, what was his name? Who was so weird about talking about top or bottom... Oh yeah, he was a little weird about it. Um, don't you? Is that a topic that you bring up on a first date? I don't because I'm verse, so like I don't really worry about it. I feel that way too. Uh, and I generally hope that someone is verse if I'm dating them. But right, and know. also you can feel a vibe. Also, yeah, you can get a vibe. But sometimes you you you, you get surprised. True. I've been That's surprised. True. That is true. But the surprise is fun because then yes. you're like, oh well, I guess I'll play this role today. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, they picked five. I think they picked five very different people. And it's um, weird when casting, straight casting people set up gay guy dates. I'm assuming they're straight well, casting people. No. Actually, one of two of the people in my casting were, were gay. I'm almost positive. Uh-huh. Uh, that's me prescribing uh, a sexuality to them from what I can gather. Uh-huh. Um, one, of my produ- one of my on-set producers, though, was gay for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, married and whatnot, based in L.A., and he was lovely to work with. Um, okay. But yeah. I liked that they picked diver. There was diversity, yes, to an extent, right? Yes, and something like I. There was no black people, but there was there wasn't a black person in, on our episode, but there were throughout the whole series, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, what I liked about in my episode was that they had me go out with Lex because in my mind, I it's so rare, at least on the East Coast, to see Asian guys dating Asian guys. You just don't see it here. Uh-huh. Uh, it, on the West Coast, it's called, st- or in general, it's called sticky rice when you like, when Asians date Asians, which is like kind of rude that we have to call it that, but that's what it is. Uh-huh. But you see it way more often on the West Coast, but you don't see it as much on the East Coast, especially in the gay community. I guess that's true. Yeah. Like you, you all, you generally see like uh, an Asian guy with like someone of another color, generally yeah. white. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a lot of Asian yeah, guys, white yeah. guys. But, so I thought it was really cool to see two Asian guys going on a date. And I was like, all right, this is great. How did you get cast? Uh, at work. It was by, absolutely by chance. There was no rhyme or reason. I was working a long day and I had not had lunch at all. And it was like five o'clock already. What kind of a job? Uh, I work for uh, a, a company called WeWork. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I do sales for them currently. Okay. But yeah, so it was just a really long day, and I hadn't had lunch, and, uh, you know, we do a lot of events that we work, and there was this casting company doing a casting call for this thing, so they were just, like, setting up at a table in the common area with, like, 20 million boxes of pizza, saying, like, come over, talk to us, get some pizza, and I was like, great, 
for I'll people from the public or yeah from... just like anybody anybody oh, that you were like, working there and yeah like, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. anyone that was there it's like come get pizza come talk to us i was like okay uh-huh. well i haven't had pizza, uh, food so let me get this pizza and literally i just went up and i was like what's going on how do i get this pizza <laughs> and they were like oh we're casting for this like dating show um do you want to hear more about it i was like sure sure <laughs> They were like, you didn't it's- say, oh, I have a long-term boyfriend and I can't do it. <laughs> well, that would have been a lie. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, sure, go ahead, talk, talk. Uh, and they told me about the show. They were like, it's a, a, you know, it'll be a docu-series, not a dating reality show. Uh-huh. Uh, a docu-series about dating in New York City. Are you single? Are you dating? You know, like, dating? is it a tragedy? Or- <laughs> uh, and then I was like, yeah, sure, I'm single. I date. I live in New York. Cool. Here's my name and my email address. Thanks for the pizza. Goodbye. Wow. Never thought I was going to hear anything about it. Uh-huh. And then like, I don't know, three weeks later, they shot me. Oh, no, they gave me a call. And they were like, hey, like, we thought you were really funny. We thought on the you phone? Were on the phone, Some yeah. random number you answered? Ran- well, you know, I'm at, when I'm at work, I answer random numbers because uh-huh. I'm just like, in case it's like a sales call or something. Yeah. Uh, so you answer, they're like, hi, we're from, um, are they from Netflix or they're a production? No, they were, pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. worked with Netflix to produce it. Okay. Um, That's an exciting call. It was. It was. It was very random. I was like, what? Oh, oh my God, the pizza people. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what? And they were like, you were funny. We thought you were cute. Like, we think you'd be really um, interesting on the show. Like, would you want to go through the process of potentially being on it? I was like, all right, cool. Uh-huh. So I went through like maybe two and a half weeks of auditions, quote unquote. What does that mean? Uh, it was like phone calls, Skype interviews, an in-person interview. Uh, and then, a, you know, like um, if you do a reality show, you have to do a psyche eval. Okay, so the all the interviews before is questions like this, like, so how many boyfriends have you had? How long did it last? Why did it end? What, what was your family life growing up? What's your job? Where do you want to go? Yeah, there was there was a lot of that. Okay. I think so. I mean, it's been so long. I, I went yeah, how that, long was it? I went through that process in, like, April and May. Of this of year? T- no, of 2018. Of last year. Oh, yeah, okay. 2018. And then I didn't go on that date until, I want to say, j- uh, June or July. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like... It was a while ago. And then a psych eval to be on a reality show. Yeah, so once you get to the psych eval, uh, essentially you're on the show. You uh-huh. just have to make, prove that you're not crazy. And uh-huh. I think anyone actually that works in like television has to go through that to so, an extent. So what do they do? And is it's it a like, separate company or is it within the production no, company they, a psych eval person? Like a production company will generally have like a psychiatrist that they work with. And then you go to that psychiatrist's office to like take a test. And it's like a written exam. Oh, you take a written exam. Yeah, it's like, a, like it's, like, it's like a standardized test. It's just like a, a like a hundred questions, uh, just to like it says in this situation, would you do this or would you do this? It's like yes or no questions, like and fight or flight or kind of. Um, essentially, the test is just to make sure you're not a murderer uh-huh, <laughs> or like cra- like you're not going to be crazy when you get on set. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's all multiple choice. Yeah, it's all multiple choice. And there's no wrong answers. No wrong answers. No wrong answers. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Though, I Except think, there are. I'm sure there's like a combination of answers <laughs> right. that like, mm, this person probably isn't stable. Like you probably don't want them on your set. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you pass that mm-hmm. and then you film it. They're like, okay, are you free at 7 p.m. on June? Well, whatever. then they were like, okay, well, this is most likely the week when we're going to, um, the, the week that we're going to film this. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try to keep that free then, I yeah. guess. Cancel all my other dates. You're right. That I have planned I'm so in bu- advance. <laughs> um, and what do you call it? When that week, they called me at the beginning of a week, like, with no warning. They were like, hey, your date's on this date. And I was like, um, okay, I guess I should call out of work. Um, cool. Wait, on Thursday? But it's like it was in like, the evening, right? Yeah, so they called me on, like, a Monday to tell me my date was a Thursday. Uh-huh. 
And I was like, okay, I guess I'll make that work. Um, At what time? Well, they gave me like a timeline. They were like, you have to be on in hair and makeup by, I want to say seven. Oh, you have hair and makeup. Yeah, but that's fine. Um, is it though? Because truthfully, I got I did my own hair. I was like, let me do my own hair and makeup. Because, I got it. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm pretty good at this, and I did my own hair and makeup, and I got on set and they, in wardrobe. They, I did my own wardrobe. I, get, I brought Dude. options, but I wore... The outfit that I brought, they were like, yeah, wear that. And I was you go like, there with a, with a garment bag? Yeah, I brought like three different options. Wow. But um, you wear the one you wanted? No. they the, the, the wardrobe person was like, what would look good on camera and whatnot. Because oh. they knew where we were shooting and oh, what the lighting would be. So, um, but the outfit that I ended up wearing worked out fine. And this is like a trailer on a street in Brooklyn somewhere? No. They rented out like some big warehouse space. And it was just like... Because there were like multiple dates being filmed that night. Wow. Not just his episode. At different restaurants or whatever. At, uh, at different parts of Brooklyn, yeah. So okay. that was the hub okay. for it. Um, Where was that? In Greenpoint somewhere or something? Bushwick or... Oh, I don't even Williamsburg? know. I, I really couldn't tell you. I, okay. I, that night you was such know. a blur, but it was Brooklyn. We were in Brooklyn okay. for sure. Because um, I took a cab there and it was very deep in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Um, it, it is deep in Brooklyn. I think so. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like across the bridge and then off this thing? No, 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 no. It wasn't okay. like a super populated area from what I could tell. Okay, interesting. Um, but, in the, yeah. In the, car, in the cab ride that you got expensed, right? <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> but all the clothes were yours? All the clothes are mine. Okay, hair and makeup was free, but you were like, really, I'm okay. Well, I came in with like a face and the makeup artist was like, oh, you look great. Let me just put some powder here. Uh-huh. I was like, cool, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, on that cab ride, do you think, like, what am I doing? Um, no. I was actually super open to it. Uh-huh. I, and were you like, maybe I could meet my husband? No, I never in a million years thought I was meeting my husband that day. And you did. <laughs> and I didn't. And I didn't. Um, if anything, I was thinking, what a fun story I'm going to have to tell in, in a, a year story. or so. <laughs> and that's exactly what I got out of it. A really fun experience. And, uh, I mean, after the show aired, it, it was hilarious to see people, like, random people recognize me. Like, I would go to my bodega and they'd be like, um, and I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you watched that? How random. And does it happen to you? Do people recognize you from the show? Uh, they did for, like, the first few months after uh-huh. it released, but now, I mean, not so much now. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. How much was being, how much of it was, um, how much did it feel like a date versus a performance? Um, well, I'll tell you this. It's not scripted, so I was not told to say anything. Um, there were a few moments where they were like, could you have that conversation again? Like, just generally. Because if they, if the, the lighting wasn't right, or if, like, something got fumbled... And they were like, could you just have that conversation again? Like, that was really great. Wow. And, I was like, and, so okay. you, and so it would be a conversation like this, and then you would be like, you would get that note, and then you would have to go. So did it feel like a, a date or a performance? Uh, it felt... It was like right in the middle. And see, then you have to start saying that answer again. Yeah. But then you like sort of remember what you said. Exactly. It felt, it felt very much so in the middle because, I mean, we weren't in like a... We were in a real restaurant, but the other people in the restaurant were not real people. They were extras. Oh, wow. Yeah. But including like um, when you walk the first scene where you have to walk around the corner and then the one guy was like, oh, are you him? And he was like, no, it's not me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure actor. he was an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and do you, are you around the corner like, and like they cue you to go? I th- no, I didn't meet him on the street. Oh, you met him in the restaurant? I met him in the restaurant. Is that the same night for him? Or no, it's different. It's all filmed on... He goes to the same spots every single time. He but goes it's to the same days. bar... But it's different dates, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all different, filmed on different nights. Okay, so some people meet him outside and some people... Yeah, so I met him inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, at the bar. Okay. 
Um, so I didn't get that awkward exchange. Okay. <laughs> and so they have the nice section. You do the drinks and then the dinner and then the after dinner mm-hmm. drinks. And, and the so, cab ride. Right, and the cab ride. And mm-hmm. do they give you like a rider that tells you all this stuff? Like these are the four scenes and we're going to go through. No. So te- what do they tell you? They tell me I'm going on a date. That's about it. And they're like, there you go. Yep, it was a blind date. I didn't see him until I got on camera, until I was being filmed. Did they tell you his name? Nope. Didn't know his name until I got there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know anything about him? Nope. Knew nothing about him. And he didn't know anything about you? Knew nothing about me. That's fun. Yeah, so it was a blind date. Yeah. <laughs> it was truly a blind date. Which is very rare. Mm-hmm. I've never, never gone on a blind date. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that wasn't a date, but I... <laughs> Wait, you've never been on a, uh, a date in in a public place where you don't know the person's face or anything or else. anything else yep that's where like you should meet my friend Tim and then you just meet Tim at a time yeah place. who does that though I don't think anyone does that nobody anymore. does that I wish somebody would though do you yeah I would love a referral maybe I can <laughs> maybe I can I can maybe try to think of someone to refer you to maybe let me know you maybe. know a girl can always <laughs> could use a referral do you <laughs> do you live alone or you have roommates like I live alone now you do live alone mm-hmm. so you own an apartment I have my own apartment. That you can afford. Uh, that's a loose term, but sure. We'll say that. <laughs> have, you, have you always made the rent? Uh, since I've lived alone, yes. I've always made the rent. Which has been how long? Uh, I've been living alone for the last... Since May. Wow. Yeah, so this is fairly new. I've been in my same apartment for nine years. Oh. But after my last roommate left, uh, I was like, you know what? It's, it's, it's time. I'm 31. So. Wow. <laughs> so you passed the gate 50. Oh, is that what that's called now? Oh, no. I just call it that to be funny, but... Oh, my gosh. I'm triggered, I think. <laughs> Gay 50. I heard, I heard you say, I forget if it was on your podcast, that mm. you wanted to be married by 28 and then oh my kids God. by 30. Yeah, that was like what I thought my life was going to be when I first like became an adult, quote unquote, right? But you thought married to a man, right? Yeah, of course. I came out at 18, so... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I thought I was going to be married by... Probably 28, 27. Um, uh, have kids by like 32. So much money. If yeah. <laughs> I really thought I was I was going to marry well, apparently. Uh-huh. And did not think anything, any any reality of New York, what living in New York is. Uh-huh. So, But now you're living the dream of having your own apartment. You live in New York I, City. I do. I do. I do. And you're still single. Still single. Yes. Have you had a boyfriend? In life in general? Yes, yeah. I have. How long? Many. Uh, serious boyfriends? Probably just two. Uh-huh. Yeah. Were you in love with him? Uh, in hindsight, the first one, no. Okay. And the second one, I would say yes. Uh-huh. I would say, yeah. You would say yes. I would say yes in that moment. Uh-huh. I don't... Well, you're obviously not in love with him now. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, I... because ha- something happened or because you realized something? It was more like I realized, realized something. Uh, it, so... I think your de- a person's definition of love evolves, yes, like constantly, um, and I think you meet people at certain times in your life, and in that time in your life, you're looking, you're needing something else, and that may not necessarily be the case in a different time of your life. Yeah. So, uh, when I at that age, at that time of my life, I believe I love that person, uh-huh. but if I met that person today, I don't think I would have the same feelings. Because what did you need then? I think I needed someone to protect me, to feel that I was taken care of, and to feel that, um, just like, yeah, exactly that, just taken care of, uh-huh. uh, and, and protected. And now at, you know, that was like, what, 26? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now 
I feel... I, I absolutely do not need that. I don't need to be protected. I'm good. <laughs> I'm looking for an equal. I'm looking for someone that can match wits. I'm looking for someone that can challenge me. Uh, whereas I definitely do not think I was looking for any of that at 26. Uh-huh. So what you need now is like a... Um, like an e- like a... More than just an equal, someone to sort of like build a life with potentially yeah exactly so, i need someone that can have their own life but also be a great compliment in mine uh-huh um you know i what is my love language i forget have you ever done oh the, yes, the, yeah, the love, love languages, languages. what we are have, they again we have acts of service acts of service quality time, quality time gifts physical touch words of affirmation i'm physical touch and quality time uh-huh and Right, quality time, right? Like, we can be in the same room, we don't need to be doing anything together, but I like being in the same room with you. Yeah, that's quality time. Yeah. But you don't care if they, you care less about them doing the dishes, and you care less about them writing love letters. No. Oh, hate love letters. Don't don't write me a love letter. you don't care about gifts. I mean, I love gifts, but guess what? I love buying myself gifts. Uh I don't need someone to buy them for me. Well, that's not a gift. That's a purchase. (laughs) I call it a gift. I just bought myself a Christmas gift. It was great. I bought myself four Christmas gifts. Okay, that's, well, I did too, actually. (laughs) But those aren't gifts, those are purchases. I guess. I like to call them gifts. What's the best gift you ever got from a man? From a man? Uh, What kind of guys do you date? It's like the full spectrum. I really don't have like a type. I call my lineup the United Nations on crack. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I I, I don't know if it really still applies. No, it still applies. It still applies. I I used to joke around saying that I had like the three Bs uh, when I was dating. So bookish, bearded, and bald. If you had two out of the three, you probably were a good fit. If you had three out of three, great. My legs are wide open. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Bookish, bearded, and bald. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, and that's across all races. Across all races. Yeah, I've dated every color. Almost every color under the sun. Uh-huh. Because when you say those three, I picture like those white guys in Brooklyn that are like bearded and read books. I've dated a few of those. <laughs> were the two guys that you were in love with, were they both white? Mm, yes. Yes, they were. Have you ever dated another Asian person? I have. And how was that? It was... Lex does not count. Lex does not count. Um, <laughs> uh, I have, though, yes. Did the... How did, do you find, um, outside of the individual people, do you find that there's a role that race plays that's common in the relationships? Like, oh, all the white guys are sort of like this, <sighs> all the Asian guys are sort of like this? No, I don't think... I've never been in a situation, or in a date, where I feel that race comes up like that in that sense you know what I yeah. mean um, yeah I don't think so in the hookup game it comes up big time sure for, for sure and because all um, you have in the hookup game is like people's physical it, yeah it's all, all service level yeah. and I mean I, I've definitely encountered my fair share of racism in uh, in the hookup land uh, yeah. in the apps uh, but you know what's sad though I'm kind of immune to it uh-huh. and it's just kind of like if I see any of it I just block it like yeah. you know what I'm not here to correct you because that would take too much time right. and I just hope that you figure it out one day yeah. um, but it, it's it's a very fine line right right there it, it, it's hard to say like what's preference preference versus um, what's the other word v- versus racism, racism. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's hard to tell the difference sometimes especially when it's just an app mm-hmm. um, but no I, I've never really dealt with it in, in, in actual dating like real people uh-huh have you been to the west coast uh yeah i've spent a little time there my okay. mom's side is based out there 
Okay, could you ever live there? Or you love New York and the East Coast because you grew up in Philly, right? I grew up in Philly. Uh, wow, you did your research. Yes, uh, so good. Uh, so yes, I grew up in Philly. You like can't, I can't stand the idea of living on the West Coast. I don't think I could live there long term, right? But damn, if I had money and I could live in Santa Monica, I sure would for part of the year. For, for a few years. <laughs> I would live there for a, a few years. Wow. I think I would really enjoy it. Would you prefer a palatial house on the ocean in the West Coast or a super cute apartment in the West Village? It's oh, so hard to say. The gay Sophie's choice. It really is. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want to live in the West Village, though. You don't? Can I tell you how basic I am? Where do you want to live? The Upper West Side. Oh, that's cute. Like 83rd Central Park West. Oh, you want to live upstate. <laughs> upstate. I'm so basic. 83rd and CPW. You want to live in the Brents of Ford or whatever. Exactly. Have you seen that building? Uh, yeah, of course I have. Have Please. you seen the inside? I was a real estate agent for six months. So I was, oh. I, I saw an apartment. Oh, it, I didn't, but I'm sure it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah, 83rd and Central Park West is my ideal address. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty, it's like four addresses in that big apartment. Yeah, 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 exactly. Interesting. Uh, but... Yeah, I, so if I could pick that versus Santa Monica, sure, I'd pick that. A, a Central Park view. A Central Park view. Do you think you would be you will be in New York forever? You know, I say constantly that I don't plan on being here for the rest of my life, but every time I try to leave, somehow I am still here. I really tried to leave a couple years ago. I tried to move back to Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And, uh, and you was, went there. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> then you went there to check it out, and you're like, actually, yeah, I'm okay. No, 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 no. I love Philadelphia. I love, love my hometown. Is it a fun gay town? It is. Okay. I mean, if you go on the map and look at the area, it comes up as the gayborhood. Yeah. Right. Like, it's amazing. And it's it's a very, it's a smaller uh, queer community, of course, versus um, New York City, for sure. But it's it's a good one. And I, I love the city. I think it has a lot to offer. It's, it, it, there's a lot of good food. There's a, a really good... Nightlife scene, not that I go out well, yeah. that often, but um, don't you think you have a much higher likelihood of finding a boyfriend in a small town somewhere? No. Oh yes, 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 yes. I thought you were going to say New York City. Yes. Right. New I, York. It's like a. It's like everyone's picky and paralyzed by choice. Yeah. Bigger, better deal. Exactly. And yeah. I'm the same way. I get it. Um, but yes, I always say if I lived in a smaller town, if I lived in Philadelphia this whole time, I would have been married by now. Kids with kids, I would have had like four dogs yep. probably and a house. Yep. Uh, on the main line. On the uh, main line. On the main line. That's like the, the, what do you call it? The affluent area. Oh, okay. Affluent suburb, right? Outside oh, it's of, called the main line? It's called the main line. Is it a line of towns or the town is called that? No, it's, uh, be, I believe it's because of back in the day of the, the railroads. Oh, okay. So it was the main line. Okay, so you could have had a happy life. I could have had a happy life and now I'm tragic. <laughs> but everybody, I feel like everybody has a complicated relationship with New York, whether they move here or they grew up here. Yeah. And I think there's a, a stereotype that it's a gay wonderland, which I think if you're looking for sex, drugs, and those two things, I think it can be, I mean, yeah. it is that. It's a lot of fun. But the problem <laughs> is, I hear that you come down from that mm-hmm. and then it's like, you really do have to like get a job and an apartment and... Yeah. Like, if you want to build a life, it's kind of like, good luck, girl. I I fully agree. And right? I, you know what's funny? I think now, especially now that I'm living alone, I think, I almost want to say, like, I'm starting over again, because it's like, yeah. now I live alone. Do you have a lot more sex because you live alone? No. Really? I don't think so. Do you have a, how's your sex drive? It's good. High libido, I think. But do you... I, I, would feel I think like... I have the same amount of uh, sex that I had before. Really? <laughs> and currently, yeah. Which was little? No, moderate. I would say moderate. But you prefer to not have it at your house? Uh, I prefer whatever's convenient. So, 
if well, what's my, more convenient than your house? Well, if my apartment's a mess, I don't even want to come see it. Oh, you or can't. if it's super clean, I don't even want to come come over either. <laughs> like if I just did my sheets, I don't want you to come over. Oh my god! Maybe this is why I'm single. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't have a washer dryer in your apartment. No, but I have a lovely laundromat that I go to. Maria and Luis do a great job. Uh huh. <laughs> do you um? You've have you lived with somebody before? Oh, you mean like in with a, a partner? Oh, with a partner? No. No, no, no. <laughs> do you think that's in your future, or only um, there's a yard that you can escape to? No, I, I like the to. idea that um, I would have to have a much bigger bed. I, I have a full size bed, which is fine for two people, I guess, but not yeah. for like ever. That's called a queen in New York. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not big enough for this queen, though. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could totally see that happening, but it hasn't happened yet. So, mm-hmm. but I'm really enjoying living alone right now. Right? Yeah, it's lovely. You work in theater. Well, you're an actor. You're a I did. musical theater actor. You did. I did. I, I don't do it anymore. Do you, So you do not identify as an actor anymore? Not really. Um, I mean, I always have that... I never necessarily identified as an actor uh-huh. all that much. I was, I was a singer. I was a singer. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm a singer first and foremost. And I still sing. So yeah. um, I'm in an acapella group. I do my own... I just actually recently did my, um, my own one... Well, in this case, it was a one-woman show, right. but uh, it was a one. I've done my one-man show a couple of times as well uh-huh. in New York. Uh, one-woman show is queer wang. Queer wang, yeah, right. that's my drag person persona. Uh huh. Um, so I still perform, and I guess I'm. I would say I'm a performer more than anything. Uh-huh. Uh But I stopped acting almost five years, uh, four years ago. Okay. Yeah, I stopped pursuing it. And now you work at this office. I work. Yep, I work uh, in a, a nine-to-five job. And how does that feel? Versus how you imagined it would feel when you decided to stop being an actor. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this: I heard from somebody a few years ago that dreams don't, you know, dreams don't die; they just change. dreams don't have deadlines. D- dreams don't have deadlines. ADHD, yeah, exactly. Dreams, dreams don't die. Dreams don't have deadlines. Um, but dreams can change. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened for me. Uh, I was living in New York and I I just the hustle of being an actor did not did not warrant the hu- the, the the juice was not worth the squeeze exactly I just wasn't enjoying it as much as hard as I was working for it, I wasn't enjoying like the prize of it all anymore yeah. like I love performing I love doing theater and um, it was great being in all the shows that I did but you know none of them were my dream roles none of them were like shows that I like craved doing like I wanted to do new works I wanted to do contemporary works but of course I generally got cast in operettas I got cast in a lot of like legit musicals Um, it was very rare that I ever got to do contemporary work uh, even though that's where I prefer my voice to sit so like yeah I'd be like all right, well now I'm gonna go you know to West Virginia for nine weeks and and do this this show that I enjoy that I I appreciate but you know it's not you know, lighting any flames for me. Uh-huh. Do you find a lot more excitement in making your own work? Like, uh, doing, making your own one-woman show, one-man show? Yeah. So, one of my favorite professors in college said, you know... Where'd you go? I went to DeSales University right outside of Philadelphia. The DeSales University? The, the, I don't know if there's a the. But, uh, <laughs> I went to but, Davidson College and no one's... Few people have heard of it. Fair enough. Same same spot then. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I... One of my favorite professors said, you know, if the work's not there, go ahead and make your own work. Yes. And I, that's what I did. Martha then. Graham style. Martha Graham, yes. And, yeah, I, I love it. I love being me on stage. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, a, a dramatized version of myself, 
um, or like a, a super super genuine version of myself on stage it's great it's very freeing does your family know about queer or wang oh yeah and have they ever seen you perform no your not are divorced right no they if they were white people they probably would be but they're they're Chinese so they're too proud to get divorced but you have the half brother half sister you really did your research I yeah. watched it this morning oh yeah <laughs> I, I forgot I talked about it on the episode yeah. I guess uh, yes I have two older half siblings yes okay. but my, my parents are the last iteration of all those marriages I guess <laughs> okay and you I don't have this child okay so you are the child from there mm-hmm. okay. and they're still married they're still married yes okay uh, yeah why do you say if they were white they would be divorced oh if they were white they would definitely be divorced so what? So Asian people don't think they can Chinese, Chinese people, people are too proud to get divorced generally it's really? very frowned upon was it their first marriage though no but it was my mom's second and it was my dad's third but all of their marriages previous to that ended in tragic ways like oh, it wasn't wow. like any it wasn't like anyone was like cheating on anybody oh like <laughs> like so both my parents were refugees of of um of their respective countries. So my dad's from Vietnam, my mom's from Cambodia, so they were both refugees of those countries. And then, um, yeah, so it was just all very tragic endings wow. <laughs> for, their, for their previous partners. Wow, they hold so much trauma. Yeah, and if, if you talk to any, generally any Asian person from uh, our age group, how old are you? I'm 20, how old do you think I am? Like 28? 28? I'm turning 28. Okay, okay, right. cool, yeah. cool. Uh, I'm th- yeah, so anyone in our age group, any yes. Asian person in my uh, in our age group would generally... Can you imagine if I was 22? It would be a rough 22, right? It wouldn't be a rough 22. I'd be like, oh, be all like, right. Oh, you're tw- aging. Yeah. <laughs> Time is moving for you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Generally, anyone in our age group. Yeah, yeah. Any, that's Asian. Well, well, if their parents are, are not from here, uh-huh. then they probably have a pretty tragic background. Wow. Yeah, just because of the timing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And do you think that has, like, filtered down to you in some way? That you, oh, my like, gosh. Yes, of course. In what ways? Oh, that I... I mean, it, it it was used as fuel to make me work harder in everything I did, because it's like, we came to this country because of this, da-da-da-da-da, we gave up everything, we so did So you do musical theater? Yeah, I was... Yeah, exactly. Please. I, I definitely had that conversation many many times where I was like my mom was like you're going to school for this like this is what you're going to school for why can't you be a lawyer why can't you be a doctor why can't you do this why can't you do that she even was going to settle for me to being being a teacher and I was like I'd make less money doing that <laughs> uh, but yeah would you um, what was harder being coming out to them as gay or coming out to them as a musical did you major in musical theater I did major in musical theater yeah. so was it harder coming out as a musical, musical theater major or as a gay person as a gay person, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Much harder. See, mine was harder coming out as an anthropology major. Anthropology? Yes. My. Well, that's an interesting t- uh, major, though. Yes. You learn. Obviously. A lot of stuff. You can you put that into a lot of different jobs. That's what I thought. I mean, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time. At I, the time. I have found that to be true. Obviously. Yes. But at the time, it was, it was much harder for them. Because I think... Uh, being an anthropology major was about a choice that I made for yeah. gay. It was not really a choice, and so my family understood that. Yeah, no, coming out as gay was definitely much, much harder. But you could not, like, hide it? You said it was 18. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I ever really hit it, uh, uh-huh. but... You didn't have a girlfriend? And... No, but I was very asexual, truthfully, for most of my life. Is that because you think you stuffed it down? Possibly. Because uh-huh. uh, now you say you have a high libido. I do, yeah, but I was, I was, 
You know what it is though? Because in in high school, I was very driven by my education and and performing. Uh-huh. So like, if I wasn't if I wasn't studying or taking a test or something, I was rehearsing for something. I was in a play. I was in a musical. I was in concert choir. I was in uh, a small magical group. I was in um, small a sh- magical group. Ma- magical choir. Oh, oh. Like a smaller <laughs> subset of that bigger choir. I thought you meant like you did magic. Magic, no. I'm like, okay, love that. <laughs> no, no, no. That is not a part of my history. Did you play real? I was in a show choir. I, I, so I was just constantly performing as well. Yeah. And that that really didn't leave much time to think about um, sexuality all that much. Mm-hmm. I really, I didn't really come to terms with being gay until my junior year. Of, and that's when, of high school. High school, yeah. And that's when I was like, oh. Me was my junior year of college. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're like, a late in life gayby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was funny. Uh, I came out in Shanghai where I was studying abroad. Oh, how funny. And, yes, it was there. And that was the first time I went to a gay bar. Everyone was in Shanghai. They had gay was, bars there? Yeah. And like, there was one that was a converted bomb shelter underneath this apartment building. Oh. It was like full legit bar, but it was like... I didn't know gay people could walk about there. Well, sh- underground sh- you can. Oh. <laughs> Mole gays. <laughs> and I still think it's funny when people like know how no Asians is a preference for people oh, yeah. on these terrible apps. Mm-hmm. It was funny because my first experience of being gay and being out and being amongst people, it was all Chinese guys. Yeah. Everywhere. And so I was just like, if it was just really exciting to be around. And truthfully, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, there's probably more gay Asian people in the world than any other color. Think about it. By numbers. But yeah, yeah, math. Uh-huh. Math says so. Speaking of math, what do you think of Andrew Yang? Oh, I like him. I like him too. He's not going to be our president, but no. um, I really like his his. Um, what, what's his? What is it called? Math. No. Make America think harder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, what's that? What's that thing though? What's that thousand dollar thing he does? Oh, the freedom dividend. Yeah, love that idea. <laughs> go yeah, ahead, go bad. ahead, divide me some of that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great that he's up there. I always think it's so funny, it like, disrespectful, great. and funny that he doesn't wear a tie. Oh, I love that because I hate ties. Though I would appreciate it on your tie. president. I'll take if a bow tie. Man, eh. You'll take a bow tie. I'll take a bow tie on a male president. I love bow ties. You need to move to Europe, girl. If you can tie <laughs> a bow tie, I think you're way smarter than than uh, some of the ties on double ones or not. If you have time to learn how to tie a bow tie, you have time to do other things. If you want to be president, I guess. Well, then guess what? He's too busy to wear a tie because he's trying to be president. Yeah, totally. In the same in the same logic. What do you think about Pete? Um, I like him, but he's he's not my candidate. Why not? I love Elizabeth Warren. Oh, we're really, killing ourselves. We're I'm killing really, ourselves with Lizzie. I love her, but it's not going to work for us. I know. I think the reasoning that people are saying no to her, saying that oh she's too much like Hillary or she's a woman, she's not, I'm just like actually she has none of the history that that Hillary had, um, which is why I don't like her as much. I love Hillary. I liked Hillary. I didn't love her. You didn't love her. I voted for her, but I didn't. I didn't love her. I loved her. I, I voted for Bernie. Oh, <laughs> and, God, and no. no, that's fine. Um, so you really, but <clears throat> not on Bernie Sanders because he's kind of he's like too pointy and yelly, right? I'm not, but not this time around. No, I, I've learned. Um, I think a really cool ticket would be Warren um, Buttigieg. That, that could be cute. I also thought a really cool take would have been Biden Harris, but that's not going to work out anymore. I don't think. Yeah, well, we'll, well see. maybe who knows? I mean, she came for him, so she really did. But that's why I thought it was after that. I was like, oh, this would be a really good ticket. Yeah, Biden Harris, like this would be political genius. That could be good. Um, Do you think we're going to win? It's really too soon to tell. I I want to be hopeful and say yes, but 
I mean, all the all all the the poles and the logic behind it, like, just does not point in our way. It's very messy. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's dark. <laughs> it's very dark. What do you find to distract yourself from the um, political dumpster fire and global warming, etc.? Music, art, mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. musicals. I do see a lot of musicals. I see, do. I can't stand a musical. I love a dance. I love a performance art. I need I to a, leave. I, I need da- to. I need to go. <laughs> I did. This, the this is thing not I, a safe space. <laughs> this is. A, I tell you, this is a dangerous space. Yes, absolutely. For musical theater lovers, very dangerous. I'm upset. Um, I don't come from a family of music musical theater lovers. I was an Annie in middle school, and my dad. Who are you? Oh, a uh, uh, background. Oh, okay. Someone. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was that called? Company. You were in company. The musical? No, 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 no. Oh, ensemble. Ensemble. You, you and the ensemble. I was in the ensemble. My dad sat down, and it opens with, It's a hard knock, life. And he turns to my mom and goes, It's a musical. Oh, no. What did he think it was? He Annie. Did, he thought it was a play or something. He didn't know. Oh, God. Annie has a play. That's dark. Anyway, that's where I come from. That's fair. I mean, that's okay. Different strokes for different folks. I saw a slave play recently. That's the closest <gasps> I got to the theater. I do want to see that. You haven't seen it? No. It's on my list. It's amazing. I don't love theater. You don't love theater? Like Not plays really. even? I haven't been to a play that I loved until Slave Play, really. Oh. Really? It was amazing. Oh my gosh, that shocks me. I mean, I just feel, this is what I feel, is that <clears throat> what they're doing on stage is, I'm interested in what's happening on stage more than the story being told. Oh. Does uh, that make sense? I don't know. See, because I, I see the actors and I'm like, where do you live? Like, what's your deal? Do you actually like that person? And, and especially in dances, like ballets, I'm like... Why are there still boy, girl, boy, girl everywhere? Like, we all know that's a gay... Well, maybe. I know some of the dancers, and it's like, well, I know he's a gay guy, and he's doing this duet with this girl, and I'm like, why do we need people seeing this weird romantic duet thing when they're not really in a romantic relationship? Well, see, when you go to, like, ballet, it's... You're not so much going... I mean, I guess you could go for the story, but you can get the story from Wikipedia. You don't really need to see it for the story. You're seeing it for the, the art form. Uh, and, I mean... There's a little more mixing up nowadays in some some ballet companies where they kind of do non-gender partnering. Right. Um, but, I mean, of course, in most of your major ballet companies, ABT and whatnot, uh, you're going to see male and female partnering. And most theater, in musical theater, it's like yeah. love story, boy-girl. Yeah, but right. I think a lot of that's getting changed up. Like, I just saw Jagged Little Pill, which is the new Alanis Morissette um, jukebox musical, which is quite good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it allowed me to enjoy... It. Have you? Do you know that album? No. What? Well, do I? I know Alanis Morissette. It's like her like her is pinnacle it the, album. It's like the album. Is it the one with the, the big songs in it? Wow. <laughs> I... Uh, wow. Is it? Does she go... No. <laughs> you ought to know. Hand in my pocket. Perfect. Hand in my pocket is what I was thinking of. Um, uh, one hand in my pocket. Is right? that your Alanis Morissette? Why is your Alanis Morissette right? sounds That's touched. it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it, yeah. Okay, so you saw that. So I saw that. And, Are you um, at the point now where you buy, where you know enough people that you don't have to buy tickets to go? Um, no, 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 no. I, I don't. I'm, I'm far removed from the theater community. I don't really like hang out with anybody in the theater community anymore. Who do you like to hang out with? Me. <laughs> Your favorite person? My favorite person. I love me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a couple of small groups of friends that I hang out with. Uh, one group is, actually a couple of them, 
are like friends from high school that I'm still friends with that happen to all live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just the the other groups that would be like just random people that I've met throughout in New York. Yeah. But no like set. It's not like any reason. Right. Rhyme or reason to them. I think. I heard someone say about the show Friends that the biggest myth besides the real estate is the idea that people have groups of six friends that all hang out all the time. I mean, I yeah, not hang out all the time, but I, I like do are in and out of each other's apartments. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah no. Always have antics going yeah, on. That's, like, that doesn't happen. I mean, I believe that that might have happened at one point, but for like not our generation though, because we're too connected all the time. We're connected, and we have to live in the outer boroughs. That too, yes. But you know what I mean, though. Like yeah. I. I essentially am in and out of people's apartments every day just from True. texting and from being on social media. I, I see what they're doing. I know what their stories are and then I text them about it or I'll like send them a, a, a DM about it. It's yeah. like I essentially am in and out of their apartment. So I think it's the same idea. Yeah. When you date, you date older? I, you uh, said you were, you were I, older, right? I, I tracked on the older side, yes. But you attract na- on the older side? Both. I, I'm attracted to and I, I attract. Uh, but also, as I've gotten older, the age gap has gotten smaller and smaller. Interesting. You know, oddly <laughs> At enough. one point, you're going to pass, and then you're going to... Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I guess I'll look back now. Uh, but yeah, so like when I was younger, I definitely had a much wider age gap, and it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller on both sides of it. What does your future look like to you in, in your ideal? Mm, I don't know. I What? I don't have like a... I mean, I would love my a different, more stability in my career. I would love to, you know, be promoted to something else right now. Uh, not exactly sure what that looks like just yet, but I, I do feel it coming on soon. Uh, if I would love to perform more and have a more regular schedule of performing, uh, especially my own my own material. But outside of that, I, I don't know. I don't really have like a five-year plan or anything. I don't think a plan, but just a idea of what would be the best thing. Like, oh, if I could have this, this, and this, or uh, it be this, this, and this. I'm a pretty. I'm pretty happy. I mean, more money would be great. That yeah. helps everything. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that. I like money, so money's great. <laughs> Are you good with the money you have? Oh no, no. Well, I'm getting better now. But that's only of like the last few years that I've started to really focus on that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with my life though. Like I don't having a partner would be great. I don't need one. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to have a dog, but my current apartment doesn't allow for dogs, so I have to find a new apartment, which I don't think I'm going to do anytime too soon. Yeah. So uh, I would love to travel more. I've started doing that in the last couple of years. But otherwise, I'm pretty happy. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. It is nice. Do you, um... You don't... So you're not really plagued with the, like... Do you have that bigger, better deal thing where you want... What I'm hearing you say is you don't think often about, oh, I wish I had a different apartment, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend, oh, I wish I had I don't. a different job. You're just like, that would be nice, but I'm good with what I have now. Yeah. I mean, I have goals. Like, I, I definitely have, like have goals that I'm working towards and you know next level things that I want in my life but they're all they're all they're all things that I currently have but I just want more of it or a better version of it yeah um I don't need anything uh-huh. as as vain and materialistic as I am 
I don't need anything. I'm, I'm a generally pretty happy person. And if something in my life, if I'm not happy with something in my life, I'm not slow to change it. Uh-huh. That's how I am with relationships. That's how I am with people in my life. Like, anyone that I consider a friend in my life, they are a friend in my life because I put in time into that relationship and I care about that relationship. And I feel the time and, and um, the time and effort being reciprocated. If you're not going to put in that time, I don't have time for you. And I don't hate you. I also think hating anything or hating anyone takes too much energy and effort. Like, I don't have that in me to do that. I'm tired. Um, so, yeah. that's I, I appreciate everything I have in my life because it is a choice to be, have those things in my life. I don't know why he didn't... I, I feel like you didn't get your proper shake on this, rea- on this dating show. I... I think you're like the cutest, nicest one on the thing, and you like got the, <laughs> the, you. Le- the least amount of time. And then the guy was kind of a douche, and I'm like, where? Oddly was enough, Peter. <laughs> I think slash. Why aren't you the guy that they're going on the date with, etc.? <laughs> well, the, I think you would do that again, right? Would I do the show again? Yeah. I would. I think they're actually filming their second season, but it's not in New York. Uh-huh. Um, I w- I would do it again, but I think they chose Lex because he is a very interesting personality I don't know if I I have the personality to do to be the focus what personally what because Peter you're the you're the like likable TV one I guess (laughs) I'm glad so you know it's funny when I watched the episode uh, I was like oh I think I'm the boring date and I was like, oh my god, I'm boring. No. See, and then, I thought you were the cute, nice one. And then everyone else, I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> See, I would have picked Brad, personally. The football guy? Oh, uh, yes. Oh my god. So, I think he's so handsome. And so he's nice. He's not so handsome. He's, he's very big. handsome. I think he's very handsome. He's Book, not very handsome. Bookish and bearded. <laughs> not bald, but he's got two of them for me. He's big. He just, he's just big. He's also very nice and very, like, very smart. And, um also happily partnered currently and they're very cute together and they're lovely uh-huh. um uh yeah I, I mean i would do it again but truthfully i was very happy with what i did on it and like i'm glad i got a good edit i don't think i was i was they couldn't do a bad what are the, what's the bad edit gonna be <laughs> like what weird stuff did you say that they didn't put on there not not much yeah see you're just yeah you're like, the only thing i, I wish they would have put on there was like at one point we were kind of drunk and we were just singing we were just singing show tunes, and um, but I, I think it was like a rights issue, probably. <laughs> they couldn't find what the songs on. Um, but yeah. Well, Peter, I very much appreciated you on the Netflix show. I appreciate you coming on the pod, and I appreciate you in life. Thank you. This was great.